I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listener's Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listener's Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Happy birthday. Hi guys. Today is a very special day for a very special BKFK listener in Durham, North Carolina. From all of us at BKFK and the Dragon. Happy birthday. Trey. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. And now I'll turn to my personal army of hobgoblins. Are you ready? A massive BKFK shout out to Thomas from Canberra. And Elspeth. Hi, kids. We have a new challenge for you. Next month, we will be releasing a bonus BKFK episode called Small Talk. We'd like to invite all of you to be a part of it and be heard by thousands of kids from around the world. The topic of this episode will be monsters. <laughs> you will need to answer five questions. What is your favorite monster? Describe your monster. What does it sound like? What will you feed it? If you were friends with this monster, what would you do together? Now, this can be a made-up monster or a monster that you've heard about in a story. You can record yourself and send us your answers and we will include them in this fun episode and on Instagram. To find out how, go to buykids4kids.co and click on Small Talk. In today's episode, we have some amazing performers. I really like playing soccer. I am four years old and I really like playing with my brother Dave Lamb. My name is Diva Shirasta. I am nine years old. I really love to craft, make up new stories, write new stories, tell new stories. Thanks guys, you did an awesome job. Now before we get on with the story, this episode is about a very old and very famous story. It's about a fearsome monster and a brave hero. Some of the younger kids might find it quite scary. A bit like one of our older stories, Jack the Giant Slayer Part 3. But don't worry, the hero always wins. Beowulf and Grendel Many, many years ago in the Age of Heroes, there lived a king of Denmark named Hrothgar. He lived in a magnificent palace with his wife, Wilthio, and they were well loved by the citizens. They would frequently host feasts in their great hall. At these feasts, a poet called a skald would entertain everyone with poems. 
Sometimes their poems would delight all who heard them. But other times they were about all sorts of evil things. Wicked spirits. Ghosts. Giants. Trolls. And worse. These poems would often scare the listeners. As it happens, on the night of this story, they had a very, very good reason to be afraid. You see, just outside the palace was a monstrous creature called the Grendel. It was a cruel and evil monster. I wish I could describe it to you, but the problem was, no one who had seen it had survived to tell the tale. It lived in the wilderness around the palace. Nothing made it angrier and more savage than the sound of joyous feasting in the palace. So that night, when the feast was over, the Grendel crept silently into the palace. And before the night was over, more than 30 people lost their lives in the most ghastly ways imaginable. The next day, everyone despaired at the loss of their family and friends. We will find and defeat the Grendel! The king vowed. But at this, I'm afraid, he failed. For 12 terrible years, the cruel Grendel terrorized the Danes. It was like a dark, deadly shadow that attacked anyone it discovered. It lurked in the misty marshes and swamps, plotting its evil plans. A neighboring king from Gotland called Higelac heard about the troubles of the Danes. He told his nephew Beowulf all about the Grendel. Beowulf was a brave young man who had a reputation for his willingness to help those in need. So Beowulf set off for Denmark in a boat with 14 sturdy warriors and sailed to help Hrothgar. When the Danish king heard of Beowulf's arrival, he was delighted. He already knew all about how valiant he was. We have hope, he said to his people. I have heard that this fearless warrior has the strength of 30 men. When Beowulf arrived at the hall of Hrothgar, the people parted for him to approach. He strode up to Hrothgar on his throne and bent on one knee before him. Rise, brave warrior, said Hrothgar. You have come in a time of need. Beowulf rose and said, Often before, I have encountered sea monsters, destroyed the Jutan tribe, and defeated Knight Nixus. I have no fear of this monster. The king clapped and the crowd cheered. Beowulf continued. I hear that the Grendel's hide is so thick that 
weapon can harm him. Therefore, I will not bother to carry my sword or shield into combat, but I will fight it hand to hand. The crowd gasped. Beowulf lay his weapons and shield at the feet of the king. And now we wait, said the king with a grim look on his face. The night was long. At last, everyone was asleep, except for Beowulf. He remained alert, looking up whenever he heard a strange sound or saw a suspicious shadow. But hour after hour, all was peaceful. Beowulf's eyelids were just beginning to feel heavy when the door was kicked open with a loud bang. The Grendel burst in and strode forward with its eyes blazing like fire. It was a hideous creature, similar in shape to a human, but at least four times bigger, with thick, leathery skin and long, dirty hair. With a grim smile of delight, he saw the sleeping guards. Then he reached his dirty hand out at Beowulf, but the warrior grasped the hand and threw the Grendel to the ground. In shock, the Grendel got back to its feet, roared, and charged at Beowulf. But at the last minute, he stepped to the side and tripped the foul creature, which shrieked as it fell to the floor. It yelped in pain. Beowulf ran after it and let out a fearsome battle cry. The Grendel half crawled, half ran out the door as fast as it could. Its howls could be heard as it disappeared into the night. The grateful king could hardly thank Beowulf enough. A feast was prepared. The walls of the great hall were covered with cloth of gold and the hero received many gifts. A helmet, jeweled armor, golden cups and many other precious things. But when the banquet was over, they all left to rest, as they thought, in safety. But that night, they would suffer from the Grendel's revenge. Not from the Grendel itself, but from its mother, a monstrous witch, ravenous and raging, and even crueler than her son. She burst into the great hall, seized the man who was the king's favorite amongst all his nobles, and carried him off to the lake. Have no fear, Beowulf said. I promise you all, she shall not escape. Beowulf put on his armor and white helmet. One of Hrothgar's men lent him a sword that had never yet failed anyone who had used it in battle. So he set off for the lake, which was about a mile from the palace. When he arrived, he saw dark trees hanging around the gloomy water. 
He could not tell how deep the water was. A strange fire could be seen in the distance on the surface of the lake. The water of the lake was bubbling in a frightening way. Beowulf plunged into the lake and began to search for the monster. He waded deeper and deeper until a hand grabbed his foot from below. He did his best to escape the grip, but it was no help. He took a deep breath before he was pulled underwater. He felt himself being dragged through the dark depths until he found himself pulled into some kind of dreadful underwater cavern. At least there was air for him to breathe. He gasped for air as he was tossed to the floor. By the light of a fire, he could now clearly see the mighty lake witch glaring at him. He drew his mighty war sword and swung it at her, but it bounced off her as if her skin was metal armor. So Beowulf threw away his sword and began to wrestle with her, trusting his mighty strength. He seized her by the shoulder, but unluckily tripped and fell. In a moment, she was upon him and gave him a furious blow to his shoulder. But he was saved by his chainmail armor. Suddenly, he saw lying on the floor a magic sword, a huge weapon with finest edge forged of old in the time of giants. No ordinary man could have wielded that blade, but Beowulf was no ordinary man. He seized it, swung it twice round his head and gave the witch a mighty blow. She was defeated. Meanwhile, Hrothgar and the rest of the Danes had been sitting, watching the water. They had no hope that Beowulf survived. Imagine their astonishment and delight to see him rise out the water. Oh, how they cheered! Beowulf had protected them. He had defeated the evil Grendel and its fearsome mother. He was the bravest and mightiest hero that the Danish people had ever known. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.